Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Sports Talk. Let's go. Good morning, everyone. How you guys doing? This is me, your boy, Ryan Flowers, a.k.a. Clutch Sports Talk. And welcome to the newly rebranded show from NFL Sunday morning now to NFL Sunday. Wake up with me, Ryan Flowers. Hey, man, we had a tremendous weekend. The draft concluded yesterday. Uh, we kicked it off what, Thursday night with the grid guys. Uh, man, we had a great show on that first night. And then I had a couple other interviews based off of that. But listen, it was a great time this weekend. This was a big night or being weekend for the grid network. Everyone showed up and showed out. Um, but again, welcome. Good morning. Wherever you guys are listening to, you guys can get your information from anywhere. But you're choosing to do it here on today's show, man. We got tons to talk about. Of course, we have to unpack what happened in the draft. Um, Kings of the South. An influx of young quarterback talent has invaded the South. We'll get into that. Uh, no agent, no problem. Lamar Jackson gets the bag. And finally, Aaron Rodgers comes out of the light and steps into the bright lights of New York City. And then we're going to talk about winners and losers team edition of the NFL draft. So, wow. <laughs> we got lots to talk about. But if you're in the comment section or if you're in the comments or you're watching right now live, make sure you drop a comment. But other than that, man, hey. All I got to say is sit back and relax and enjoy the show. This is Clutch Sports Talk NFS Sunday. Wake up with me, Ryan Flowers. Let's go. And good morning once again. It's me, your boy, your host, Ryan Flowers, a.k.a. Clutch Sports Talk in the house. And this is NFL Sunday. Wake up. Oh, man, I, before I get into the show, before I even start, I want to start by saying, you know, appreciate everyone that joined the uh, the live stream uh, for the for the Grid Network live draft reaction show. Man, it was a great time. We had a bunch of guys on there. Uh, my Mike Guido, Barry Grant, uh, Bryson Carver, who hosted and moderated the show, he did a fantastic job. Uh, who else was on there? We had Devin from the uh, At The Bank podcast, uh, our new Ravens podcast show located on the Grid Network. You He's got some things coming up. Um, we had Alfred Parsard uh, from Rocket Fuel, a Jets podcast on the Grid Network as well. Uh, we had NFL with AJL. He's not he's not with the Grid, but he's you know I guess he's extended family, so he joined us as well uh, to give us a lot of good insight. So I, I don't think I'm did I miss anybody? I'm, I don't think. And if I did, forgive me. <laughs> but we had a great time, man. Listen, that that four and a half hours blew by. It did. You know, I did the same thing a couple of years ago. 
uh it, but it wasn't nearly as, as fun as it was this past thursday so shout out to those guys and and shout out to the guys that watched it who couldn't join the live stream like my boy patrick i know you had to take care of some things so um next year you're gonna be in there brother so uh we look forward to having you so but everyone else thank you um if you want to go back, go go to the, the social media platforms and look at the reactions to the, the Dallas Cowboys pick. And we're, we're going to talk about that later, as well as the Jets. Um, and before one last thing before we move on, if you haven't hit me up on Instagram or excuse me, on YouTube, do so now, please. Trying to make that push, trying to get to, you know, 500 subscribers, hopefully in the next couple months or so. so but I need your help. Uh, other than that, man, hey, let's get the show rolling. So, <clears throat> oh, wait, we already got, got a comment. Patrick Brown, he said. Great job with the NFL draft. Great team members. Job well done. I look forward to being part of it 2024. Absolutely, my brother. Absolutely, my brother. And then we got the grid network. Uh, get those likes up. Tap in. Yeah. If you're watching, like it, share it. Do what you got to do, man. I appreciate it. It helps me uh, with my show. Oh, yes. Yes, Parnell. My, see, my bad, Parnell. Yes. And I also forgot to add Parnell. Uh, he's with our Commanders on Demand our Washington Commanders page. Um, he's doing great things there too. So my bad, brother. <laughs> my bad, brother. Uh, and Ben Cornette, Mozzie Smith. You know, we'll get into that. We'll get into that uh, a little bit later on. But yeah, I appreciate you guys. Again, my bad part now. Yeah, you were definitely in there. You were, you, were, you were doing your thing, my brother. So apologies. All right. So Kings of the South. We got an influx of, of quarterbacks heading down to the AFC and NFC South. You got Bryce Young, got drafted to Carolina Panthers. Congratulations to him for being the number one overall pick. We got CJ Stroud going to the Houston Texans. We got Anthony Richardson going to the Indianapolis Colts. And Will Levis finally got selected uh, the second night, and he's heading over to Tennessee to play for the Titans. Um, so that's a bunch of talent, especially that AFC South. That AFC South is going to be... I'm not gonna. I'm gonna say they'll be exciting because this. I mean, listen, C.J. Stroud, Anthony Richardson, and Will Levis. I think we'll see some time sooner than later. Um, and of course, you know, Bryce Young is gonna be the guy in Carolina. Um, but I want to start by each and every one of those players, and you know, in the teams that they went to respectively. I think Bryce Young, you know, arguably should have been the number one overall pick. I think no one could debate that. He had all the skill set that you need for a quarterback. The only problem with him was his size, his diminutive stature, but we'll have to wait and see. Um, but it's a good pickup for them. They needed a quarterback. You know, Frank Reich's got an all-star uh, list of coaches there in Carolina. You know, he's a quarterback whisperer himself, so we'll see how it goes. And they've done a lot in the offseason, you know, added, added Adam Thielen, Hayden Hurst, they pick up Miles Sanders, and they drafted a guy who I personally like from Ole Miss, Jonathan Mingo, uh, who might be a beast. So, you know, remember that name, Jonathan Mingo. And then you look at C.J. Stroud, who was taken number two overall to the Houston Texans, who are also like what they did in the draft. You know, they went and got their cornerstone guys. They got C.J. Stroud, a quarterback of the future, and you got Will Anderson, right? Uh, a defensive cornerstone, a pillar, which you need for D'Amico Ryans in his defense. And they went and got a bunch of other, you know, other guys to help support them. A guy that comes to mind is like Tank Dell. He's a, like a, a punt return specialist, uh, things of that nature. So, but, a, you know, but the guy's blazing fast. So <laughs> what can you say about that? Um, and then you look at Anthony Richardson, who has an opportunity to play early, um, which a lot of people will probably disagree that he shouldn't be playing early. I think he should. It is what it is. He's athletic. He's going to a good organization for the most part. Um, and, you know, Indianapolis, they've had a bad, ruck of, a bad run of quarterbacks the last couple of years, right? Phillip Rivers was on his way out, you know, and then you had the Carson Wentz scenario last year or last season that did not pan out. So, but I think where 
they're going with Shane Steichen being the head coach there. Um, him having previous experience with who Jalen Hurts as uh, being the OC for Philadelphia. I think that was the reason why they took probably Anthony Richardson over Will Levis. Anthony Richardson tests off the charts as far as an athlete's concerned. Now, yes, some may argue, well, I want my quarterback to be a quarterback, and I get that. Now, will it result in championships? We don't know. We definitely don't know, um, but it could result in some wins a la Lamar Jackson. So we'll have to wait and see about that. And then Will Levis, you know, goes to Tennessee. I thought Tennessee did a pretty good job this draft class. They addressed a couple of needs, especially on the offensive line. They picked up, they picked up uh, the, the tackle uh, or guard tackle. I forgot what it was. Uh, I think it was a tackle from uh, Northwestern Skoronsky, which was a need for them. They lose, they lost Tyler, Taylor Luan this offseason, and they needed a quarterback. Ryan Tannehill is on his way out. Malik Willis, that project, I think, is pretty much said and done. Um, but, you know, all these four guys will have a potential to start somewhere down this down the line next season for sure you know obviously bryce will probably be the number one cj will probably be number one anthony richardson maybe have to work be worked in a little bit you know because they got nick Foles, and i believe sam allen is still there and then you know will levis will still have to play behind ryan Tannehill, which eventually he's going to get benched or he's going to get hurt you know so um but we'll have to wait and see and you know the good situation you're going to a good coach you're not going to some random place without good organizational skills you know, Mike Vrabel is one of arguably one of the most under. If you do that, he's a great coach. So, you know, he was one of the top quarterbacks. You know, he was featured at one point. People were having him going number one at least, right? And then now he fell to the second round. All that too could be attributed to his attitude, right? You know, his, uh, his last couple of interviews over the last couple of weeks. Um, you know, it. it, it there's a fine line between cockiness and confidence. And I think he was riding that line a little bit more on the cockiness side of things. And maybe that deter a couple teams. Right. And so that's why the Colts ended up picking Anthony Richardson over Will Levis, because maybe they felt that Anthony Richardson might be a little bit more coachable versus Will Levis. So we'll have to wait and see. Um, but again, the Kings of the South, the, the South just got a great, got a, got a lot of good talent. I would say, we're going to have to have, wait and see what happens with them as they move forward uh, into their careers starting next season. We got some comments already. We got the uh, Carving Up podcast. Bryson Carver, what's up, my brother? Hey, he did a fantastic job moderating the uh, the NFL draft reaction show that we had on the Grid Network. So shout out to him. Uh, Parnell from Sports PSP. Um, that's also his other show that he conducts. He says Texans and Eagles won the draft, the Philadelphia Bulldogs. So we'll get to that here actually next in a second. Um, and he also says Anthony Richardson needs to sit and learn. He would have been in a better situation in Seattle. I don't know, but we'll talk about that. I'll definitely unpack that. I'll share my thoughts on that. Um, and then Texas did a phenomenal job in the first round. Ben Cornett says they got their QB and their the and in and their DN for Demarco Ryan's Demico Ryan, excuse me. And Texas did not taking advantage of all the picks they got from Cleveland and the, uh, getting to the talent. Absolutely. Nice little two for one, you know, but again, we'll talk about that. Um, let's see here. We got screen froze here. Oh, there we go. Live. All right. And then Ben follows up with uh, love what the Lions did. <clears throat> I'm glad Hendon Hooker got drafted there, there so he can sit and learn. Goff will be the guy for another year or two. And they're going to be a playoff team. It'll be an easier transition for someone like like Hooker. Someone like Anthony Richardson could use that, you know. So, yeah, I get it. 
And a lot of people like to have their guys sit. Me personally, if you can play, you can play. Get them out there. I'm not going to be wasting my time. I need to know now if I'm a GM or a coach. Um, so, but let's segue to the next topic of the tonight's, or excuse me, this morning's show is winners and losers, right? Who won the draft, right? Obviously, you know, we got a couple of things here we want to talk about. You know, I, I mean, listen, do I do I have to say anything about the Philadelphia Eagles? I mean, I will, obviously. You know, I have to kind of, but but here's the thing. Sorry about that, you know, but here's the thing about, about the Eagles. Howie Roseman <laughs> is just lighting. He's lighting everybody up, man. He, he, he's, he's lighting everybody up. He's doing what he needs to do. He's stealing players, <laughs> you know, making moves. You know, what, what they were able to do in the first night, obviously, you know, you, you get Jalen Carter, he falls to you, <clears throat> all right? Arguably the best player in the draft, best player in the draft falls to you and you pick him up to add him and pair him up on your defensive line. So, and when you look at their draft board, this, this, this past draft, they keyed in on defense. They said, you know what? We thought we were a good defense. Patrick Mahomes proved that you weren't that good. Why? Cause you couldn't get after the quarterback. Okay. They addressed that. At least we think we did. And it started with Jalen Carter. Then later on that night, they go and get, Nolan Smith, who who fell, who fell, obviously, okay? Um, and then, you know, you, you address the offensive line, you get a guy like uh, Tyler Steen, you know, because, you know, the, the offensive line is getting older. You know, uh, Jason Kelsey's going to retire at some point after this season. So you, you got to start to influx a little bit of youth into that offensive line, and they, did, and they did so. And then they followed up with Keely Ringo, who a lot of people were shocked that fell to them so late, especially on day three. If you don't know who Keely Ringo is, throw on the tape. Phenomenal corner, right? And then Sidney Brown, another like defensive back, um, which they needed to address because they lost two of their safeties in this offseason with Gardner Johnson. And then uh, I believe uh, Mike, not is it Mike Epps? I think his name was Mike Epps or Epps. He went to the Las Vegas Raiders. So they did a fantastic job um, <clears throat> taking care of their needs and they got cornerstone guys. So honestly, I mean, they, they, they killed the draft. They did a fantastic job. Uh, and then you look at the Chicago, the Chicago Bears. Um, you know, they picked up a tackle. Darnell Wright may, may have been a reach for some people. Some people may have thought that that was a reach. But you know what? Hey, they addressed a, They addressed an issue. They needed to protect Justin Fields a little bit better. He's not running around back there for his life. So, you know, they went and got an offensive lineman, one of the top offensive linemen. Um, another pick that I think went under the radar, um, the other Texas running back, other than B. John Robinson, Roshan Johnson, who was a nice change of pace back. In Texas, I think he can he can come in uh, and do the kind of the same thing there that he did in Texas. He can do in Chicago, um, and, and I think he 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 could be just as good. I think you know Bijan Robinson is Bijan Robinson, arguably one of the best running back prospects we've had since what Adrian Peterson, maybe Ezekiel Elliott. Um, so I like what the Bears did there. Um, <clears throat> you know, you protect your quarterback, and they, they they also got some other guys on defense. Uh, Noah Sewell, middle linebacker, very athletic big middle linebacker to anchor that defense. So, you know, overall, I think they did a good job. Uh, then, obviously, the Texans. The Texans did a, a fabulous job early in the first round. You know, you get C.J. Stroud, you trade with the Cardinals, and then you get Will Anderson. Um, then they picked up Juice Scruggs, who's a center, right? That's from Penn State, I believe it was. You know, which, you know, people are like, a center? Who cares? Listen. You got to have, you got to have, you have to solidify that offensive line. 
and you, it starts in the draft. You know, you can get good guys, and I thought they did that. Uh, and then I talked about Tank Dell, the you know, wide receiver out of Houston, who's like a return specialist. You know, that guy is lightning in a bottle. He's a touchdown waiting to happen. If you check my clutch combine that I did on him, I think last week or the week before. So I think they did really good. They got bang for their buck. They got a lot of value in their picks. They weren't just like, oh, let's just randomly draft some guys, you know. Uh, so, you know, good on them. I thought the Colts. Now, some are people going to be like, the Colts, what are you talking about? They got Anthony Richardson, Blake Freeland. Uh, defensive tackle out of uh, what's his name? Um, God, I can't think of his name. He's like a weird name. It's like at a at a Baywar. I think his first name is at a Twanwa at a Baywar or something like that. Um, Darius Rush, Daniel Scott, Will Mallory, and Evan Hall. And you're probably wondering who the hell are these guys? All these guys tested at the top of the charts in regards to athleticism. What does that mean to me? What does that mean to you? It means that the Colts are trying to get young and they're trying to get athletic, which you have to have in, in the National Football League, in the National Football League. And that's what they did. So I think, you know, what they have now and what they drafted, I think will mesh well. You know, you got a new head coach. Listen, the Colts, a lot of people had the Colts in the Super Bowl last season. Now, things happen, injury bugs. You know, Jonathan Taylor goes down. The offensive line wasn't blocking the way they used to. The defense kind of suffered a little bit, you know, but I think now maybe, you know, with a with a new uh, – what's, what's the best word to say? A, a new train of thought coming into uh, – you have a new head coach, new new, new just a new energy. You know, I'm not going to say they're going to go out and win the Super Bowl because Anthony Richardson is still a young guy. I mean, he does need to gain some experience. The guy only started 13 games as a quarterback in college. You know, he's Trey Lance, but from a bigger school. That's it. If you really think about it okay but i like what the colts did you know they went and got they went and got young they went and got athletic athletic guys um which you know you need that you, you definitely need that then the cardinals you know you know they went and got paris johnson they needed to help support kyler murray which they did and then they followed up and got uh bj ojalari another fantastic edge rusher you just lose jj watt now you replace him with another young edge rusher, so they they should be okay. I mean, I've been I've been I've been hard on the Cardinals the last couple of weeks, you know, with their jerseys and all the other offseason stuff that's happening. Now, if they can somehow keep DeAndre Hopkins there, maybe they have a fighting chance. Now, you know that division is going to be ran by the Niners and the Seattle Seahawks. Maybe the Rams will be better, obviously, but I still like what they did. They addressed some needs, but the two big guys that stand out to me is Paris Johnson and then BJ Ojolari. So, you know, good, good. I'm going to give the Cardinals some love, man, because I've been hard on them, right? So that was kind of like my pity pick. <laughs> and then finally, I got the Detroit Lions. Look, I'm going to list off the guys that they got. And what, what, whatever you think about it, you know, maybe some people think that they reached, they should have, they probably shouldn't have went and got this guy here. They, they could have got him there. It is what it is. They got the players. I mean, listen, they got Brian Branch. Uh, Jameer Gibbs, Hennon Hooker, Sam Laporta, and Jack Campbell. Those are all guys that can start on this team at some point in some time. You know, Brian Branch can start now. Safety out of Alabama. Jameer Gibbs, he's going to start. They just moved off DeAndre Swift, who's always hurt. Billy got him. It is what it is. You know, they're going to pair him with, I believe, uh, who's their running back now? I think it's, uh, uh, I forgot who's there now. Is it Devin Singletary? I think he might be there. I, I don't know who's the other running back there. But Jameer Gibbs, who I love coming into this draft is going to be there Hendon hooker at some point uh, i think somebody had mentioned in the comments that he's going to be event the eventual starter 
there, um, and which is a good it's a good thing for him. He's coming off the ACL. You know, guys like that need to sit. Obviously, he's coming off a major injury. We got to see what he's got. And Jared Goff is not bad. He's he's serviceable, right? He still led the Rams to a Super Bowl appearance, and you saw what he did last year. You know, so you know, not bad, not a bad pickup. Sam Laporta, one of the more you know the higher rated uh, tight ends. You know that he wasn't Kincaid or Mayer, but you know, he's good. And who can name the last tight end that came out of Iowa? Who's pretty darn good, right? George Kittle. So you just never know. Maybe Iowa's tight end you. And then Jack Campbell, you know, a lot of people thought that was a reach. Listen, I think Jack Campbell's good. He's athletic. He's rangy. He's going to be a guy that's going to be sitting in the middle of that defense, calling it out, making plays. The guy is a machine. And I like those picks. So, you know, Detroit, they they did a, they they got a nice little blend, right? They needed help on defense, one of the worst defenses last year. And then they got a little bit of offense. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, believe it by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. You can never have enough offense. You can never have enough weapons on the field. Okay. So, you know, why not add both? And, you know, you know, so, you know, good on them. Good on them for adding those pieces. Uh, let's get to some of these comments here. Um, ben Cornett says winners for him were Eagles, Lions, and Seahawks. I totally agree. Totally agree. Seahawks was good, too. I thought they might have reached on Zach Charbonnet. Um, you know, you got DJ Dallas. You have Kenneth Walker. That That backfield might be a little bit crowded there. But overall, I thought they did a good job. Devin Witherspoon, that was a head scratcher for some people. But really, when you throw on his tape, if you watch my Clutch Combine videos, you would have known that Devin Witherspoon fits exactly what they want to do in Seattle. They want long, physical corners that can sit there, especially playing a cover two zone, which the Seahawks like to do. And that's what Devin Witherspoon does. Now, you know, Christian Gonzalez was available, but they, you know, maybe he just wasn't a fit. And sometimes that happens too. Um, but we'll have to wait and see what happens with that. Uh, he follows up with also by Keely, uh, Keely Ringo can be a good defensive end in the NFL. If he moves to safety, uh, he's not great in one-on-one coverage, but as a safety, he could be a ball hawk on the great Eagles, right? Won't be any pressure, but you know, and if they move him to safety, that's great because that's where they need help. Anyway, they got two good quarters, Darius Slay, uh, what's the other guy and Bradbury, right? I know Bradbury got, you know, got some flack in the Super Bowl, but he's, he's not a bad corner. Okay. And then Patrick Brown, he says, your thoughts on HBCU player drafted Jackson State cornerback return specialist Isaiah Bolden. Um, you know, here's the thing. <clears throat> and I think there was a better HBCU player. Aubrey Miller did not. I don't think he got drafted. And correct me if I'm wrong. He was an outside linebacker for them. I believe led that team in tackles and sacks, if I'm not mistaken. You know, if you're good, they're going to find you. It, at this point, you know, look, we have seventh rounders coming in and helping teams win Super Bowls, a la Isaiah Pacheco. So if you're good, you can play in this league, whether you come from Jackson State to, you know, Bortledew University Tech, whatever. If you can play, they will find you. You know, uh, you know someone said it best. I, I, I forgot who said it. You know, it starts now. You got drafted. Now it starts now to stay in the, to stay here. You got to work your butt off. Right. Because talent can get you so far. You know, here's the thing about HBCUs. You know, they, they don't they're not they're not televised a lot you don't get to see a lot of these guys you know when when coach prime was in jackson state or mississippi he helped bring light to a lot of these players now with him gone to colorado you're not going to see that anymore hbcus had a small window um 
to get to get really you know a lot of attention that's gone because honestly do we care about the hbcus anymore now now, now that coach prime's gone and, and, and quite frankly to be honest with you we don't we really don't so because and i'm not saying that that that's right but it is what it is and that's just what we have to live with and there's they're good players obviously we know that they're good talented players in the in the hbcu realm but they're not on tv you have to really be like a scout or like a super super football junkie and i, I consider myself a football junkie and i know some of these guys but if you're just a the, the average fan you're, you're not you're not tuning on saturday morning to watch you know i don't even know uh, uh, southern university versus you know Pra- prairie view ain't like you, you, you're, just, you're just not unfortunately um so with with coach prime leaving it takes that 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 not say privilege but it takes that advantage away from hbcu so hopefully you know mr bowling can can do his thing uh and he can stick around you know he's a seventh round pick so uh, there's a good chance he he probably be cut or he'll be a practice squad guy but oh you know, hopefully you know he'll make that team and then uh ben follows up he says uh, Seahawks getting Devin Devon Witherspoon and Jackson Smith and Jigba was huge as well. Got a lockdown corner for the defense and got a really good slot receiver to compliment. Yes, Lockett and Metcalf. I, I, I totally agree. JSN, uh, it was the perfect fit there. He's not going to be, to me, like the, the guy. They have a guy, DK Metcalf, but you, you throw him in that slot, you know, he'll be running around all day. You know, he's, he's like, when you look at him, he's not like super fast, but he plays fast. And that's a, and that's a big difference. Oh, Patrick Brown says, Aubrey Miller is headed to Miami. Okay, well, good for him. Aubrey Miller is a good player. So, you know, I don't know. Was he an undrafted free agent or did he get drafted? I don't know. You have to let me know, P, uh, and get back to me on that one. So, but yeah. All right. So we got the winners. Let's talk about, because everyone wants to know what my losers are. Because, listen, I keep it very objective. So before you start hating on me or talking smack, because I probably get some some hate in my social media from some losers out there. Let's talk about the draft losers. All right. I'm going to start with the Las Vegas Raiders. Now, they took Tyree Wilson. Now, some people think this guy has a tremendous upside. I don't know. He's really elite at stopping the run, but not a great pass rusher. Um, and, and you're playing a division with Patrick Mahomes, Justin Herbert, and I think Russell Wilson, will, you know, they'll, they'll find their stride this coming season. And you get an edge rusher that doesn't really – rush the edge like that he plays deep the, the run well but doesn't get after the quarterback now not a lot is known about him because you know doesn't have the production like a will anderson had or a bj ojolari or some of the other more well-rounded edge rushers but the guy's like six 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 seven two something you know complete is very long i get it um but probably could probably could have taken jalen carter some people say oh well he's going to vegas you don't want him to get mixed up in the wrong crowd let, let, let me tell you something about vegas i live here been here almost a decade, if not a decade. It's not like that all the time, people. (laughs) I don't go to casinos. I'm not gambling every day. I'm not drinking booze on the sidewalk. You have nice communities here, suburban areas. If you came to my neighborhood, you'd be like, you live in Vegas? Okay. So like, I get it. It could be a distraction, but look, I, I live down the street from where the Raiders practice. It's rural. It's, 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 it's filled with businesses and schools and parks. Nothing about it says, hey, I'm going to go out and I get it. Now, he has to go home. He's got to to live his life. But I, me personally, you get Jalen Carter and you surround him with as many resources as he has. If you have to get someone to watch him, then you do that. A private investigator, somebody 
the guy's a talent, and I thought I, I felt like they probably should have taken him to help shore up that defensive line to help out Max Crosby, who's getting double teamed all the time now. Okay, so but you know, and then on top of it, they didn't really address their defensive back situation. You know, there were some good corners in that particular spot in the first and second round. They didn't do anything, to be honest with you. So, and that defense is still it's it's dreadful. The offense is not the problem; it's the defense. <laughs> it's the defense. They can't stop anybody. So. You know, for me, I thought that, you know, and then they picked up Michael Mayer, who's a nice pickup. You know, you replace him with, uh, you replace Darren Waller with him. Not bad, not bad, but I felt like you, you needed, you needed more help on the defensive side versus on the offensive side. So it is what it is. But again, like I said before, you can never have enough weapons, um, but they're just going to have to score everybody because they're not going to be able to get after the quarterback, especially in that division. Um, maybe they can stop the run now. Uh, but the pe- people are going to torch them again. You're in a division with with quarterbacks that are elite, and then you get a, an edge rusher that plays the run well but doesn't rush the quarterback, and then you don't draft any really elite solid cornerbacks. Case in point. All right, moving on. My punk ass Dallas Cowboys. What do I have to say about them? Their draft was, was it was just it was just confusing. I, I guess my biggest beef with the Cowboys draft is that. They could they, they did get some guys. They they definitely did get some guys. Um but they got they got a linebacker out of out of, out of Texas, Overshone. Um, really good sideline to sideline player. Um, will help in the run game. Um, will have to develop into a pass rusher, uh, obviously, but I think he can do it. Um, but you can line them up kind of like in like a hybrid safety linebacker special uh, specialist type of deal, which the Cowboys like to do with Dan Quinn. Um Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. But the Mozzie Smith pick, I get it. As a Cowboys fan, every weekend I'm watching it, and I'm like, we cannot stop the run, and I, and I get it. But I felt like Mozzie Smith would have been there in the second round at some point. And if you're going to take a, a defensive tackle, why not take one of the better ones who's ranked higher and Brian Reese out of Clemson or Brisset, whatever his name is, okay? But they didn't. I felt like they 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 probably they probably should have – in my opinion, should have addressed the offensive line. Should have definitely addressed the offensive line. Um, and they didn't. You know, they, they took Mozzie Smith first. <laughs> um, and, you know, you had, you know, and we needed guards. You had Osiris Torrance out there. You had Steven Avila, who is literally down the street in Fort Worth. And you don't even, you don't even, you could have got those guys the second day. Or at least Tor- Osiris Torrance, you could have got the second day. But then you go and get Luke Schoonmaker, Schoonmaker, whatever the hell his name is. You got that guy. So I'm not I'm not upset with the Mozzie Smith because because we had to improve the run defense, but I felt like they didn't they didn't map it out well. They didn't do what the Eagles did. They they just kind of they kind of jumped the gun. I felt like they should have waited. They could have got some guys. Um, and, and and it is what it is. And, but you know you can see that they wanted to address the the defense. You know they got guys that can play the run like Mozzie Smith. Uh, they drafted a, a guy out of I believe San Jose State, uh, Fehoko, I believe his name is. Um, who was a who's a good run stopper? You know, I got to see him play a couple of times in the Mountain West. You know, I live in in Las Vegas, so 
UNLV's in the Mountain West. So I got this, not a solid, not, not a bad player, right? You know, but first round, you know, they got Mozzie. Probably should have went tight end, Michael Mayer. But again, they, they go back and get the tight end in the second round, Schoonmaker, when you probably, probably should have got the guard. So uh, to me, I mean, I felt like it was just a weird enigma type of draft for the Dallas Cowboys. And, you know, and hopefully I'm wrong. And, and, and I, I'm, I'm praying that I'm wrong. And then they go ahead and get Deuce Vaughn, who a lot of people like. At first, I was kind of like, uh, I don't know. But maybe he can fill a void for us or a need. And we, we didn't really address that other situation, too, with the running back, even the wide receiver. But I feel like they trust what they got. You know, you got Michael Gallup coming off an uh, injury still again, right? Uh, Jalen Tober, who we drafted last year, uh, coming off injuries, didn't have a great rookie year. So maybe they're feeling those guys are going to be 100% better than what they were last year. They feel confident in, in Hendershot and, and Ferguson, uh, and they wanted to bring Schoonmaker on to be more of a blocking tight end. So I, I, I don't know. I felt like there were other guys out there, um, and, and we kind of missed the boat on it. So, you know, let me know what you guys think. Uh, we got some comments. Um, so Aubrey Miller was, was, was undrafted, right? Okay, thank you, Patrick. He's undrafted. Uh, and then, hey, what's up, my guy? Let's talk sports with Richard. Uh, you can find, oh, I'm pretty simple. It's clutch.sports.talk on Instagram. On Instagram. Or you can hit me up on TikTok. Or actually, you can see my socials down below right there. Well, that's where you can find me. But appreciate you joining. Um, yeah, and uh, we'll have to chat it up there soon. Uh, ben says, Commanders took Forbes. We don't, and what's a head scratcher? And, you know, and that's a good segue. Uh, Christian Gonzalez would have been a better fit there. Gonzalez is more lengthier and can press receivers better than Forbes. Forbes has the speed, but not, not as strong. Right. A absolutely. And I'm glad that you, you brought that up. Forbes was a head scratcher. He's not that big, which most corners need to be big. Well, I don't know how tall is Forbes, like five, nine, five, eight. I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong, but he's not, he's not one of the bigger corners for sure. So, um, that's going to be a problem for him. Okay. Um, and then who else did they grab? Another guy that I thought was kind of weird. Uh, I think his name is Jartavius Martin. Uh, you know, from what I read on him, the guy struggles with tackles. Um, they went defense, which I get it. It's a defensive head coach. Probably, probably could have got some offensive guys. They chose not to. So I, I don't think they prioritized the things the right way, especially in the secondary. So, um <laughs> You know, but you know, I'm, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna beat down the commanders too much, you know. But to me, they were losers in the draft. Uh, the Denver Broncos also losers. They did some crazy things. They went and got Denzel Mims out of Oklahoma, which you already have a loaded wide receiver room. You have Jerry Judy, Tim Patrick, and Cortland Sutlin. And I don't know what Cam Hamlin's doing, and maybe he's gonna replace him. I have no idea. And then you added another one, right? You didn't address your defensive end or a, 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 an edge rusher situation, which there were a couple of them in the draft. You didn't do that. So again, you're in a division with Patrick Mahomes and Justin Herbert. Okay. And even Jimmy G. Okay. You, you want to throw the Raiders in it. They're going to, they're going to throw the football and you don't get an edge rusher. That's a head scratcher to me. Okay. Don't make sense to me. Um, <laughs> And then, you know, the dolphins, you know, I, I think for the most part, they, they should have taken a quarterback or tried to get a quarterback and they, and they did it, you know? Um, and to me, they didn't really address anything else, you know? And, and, and to me, that's, that's what's the fail. And they had a bunch of picks. I know they lost one in the first round due to the whole tampering situation. Um, you know, but for a team that's they're like right there, I think they're, 
they're on the cusp. Um, but you have to build through the draft. They have to build through the draft, and I don't think they did anything really that was like, okay, that's that was like really eye-opening for me. Uh, and then Jacksonville Jaguars, again, they they needed another edge rusher. Josh Allen is what in his final year on his deal. Uh, I know you have Trayvon Walker, but you know, the more edge rushers you can get, man, it's to throw out teams, the better. <laughs> I mean, really, like you, you cannot have enough of those guys, uh, especially in a pass happy league as the NFL. Um, you know, and again, you know, they 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 ended up getting a blocking tight end and a reserve running back, guys that you know aren't gonna start or make immediate impact on your team. And I get it. You know, some teams, they jab, they jab for depth, right? And maybe that's what they were doing because you need that depth. But I don't know. You're still a young team. You're still figuring your way out. You know, they had a good year last year. You don't want to be too overconfident and say, oh, we could just run it back again. It don't work like that, man. Ask some of these other teams that had really good success and then suck the next year. Um, so. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Got some more comments here. We got... Patrick says Barry's meltdown with Mozzie Smith uh, was picked when he was picked will go down as the funniest moment in our draft history. <laughs> yeah. it, it was pretty good. Yeah, he he ran off the set. He he had to he had to go. Uh, Scott uh, Thaler or Thaler, excuse me if I mispronounce your name, but he says I think the LA Rams did all right not having a first round pick. Yeah, you know what? I think they did so too. I think you know I didn't have them on my winners, but I thought you know they did a good job. They they got some offensive line help as well. Um, now the Stetson Bennett thing. That's uh, kind of weird to me, but it is what it is. You know, they, one Georgia quarterback for another Georgia quarterback. We'll see how it works out there. Uh, Barry from the All Even Podcast says he's calmed down. Um, but still, I think I get it. And then Scott says Dolphins did all right because they're going to have to pay their uh, their free agent pickups. I agree. I agree. Um, I said this before, the Dolphins' ego will be their downfall. I think so, too. And, and, and I know I spent a lot of time, you guys see my TikToks or Instagram this past week on Tua. The Dolphins did not protect themselves. Tua is literally one hit away from not playing anymore in the National Football League. And you're going to ride with that. And I know they have, uh, who's their core backup? Terry Bridge, uh, Teddy Bridgewater and then Skylar Thompson. Come on, man. I'm not saying that. Obviously, Lamar Jackson thing is out the window now. Um, I, I, you know, But I definitely agree with you, uh, Richard Cole. Um, their ego would get in the way. And then Barry again. Commanders really shart the bed. What a horrible draft. <laughs> yeah, I think Ron Rivera is going to be on the way out. Yeah, I think so. Uh, and then uh, carving it up, Bryson says, I thought Pittsburgh. Yes, I forgot to add Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh did a good draft. They got Broderick Jones. They got two really good cornerbacks and uh, Joey Porter Jr. and Corey Trice. Um, yeah, listen, that defense is going to be good as usual. And their offense is going to get better. You know, Kenny Pickett started to come on late last year. You know, they added Broderick Jones uh, to help shore up that offensive line. They got talent on the on the on the you know on the offensive side. You got Najee here. So hopefully, he can get bounced back a little bit. You know, Deontay Johnson, uh, George Pickens. You know, they added Allen Robinson in the offseason here. So you know, good job on the Pittsburgh for Pittsburgh Steelers, man. I I, I like them, and I like Mike Tomlin. So 
I know as a Cowboys fan, I really shouldn't be rooting for them, but I like Mike, man, you know, and, and that's a good team. Uh, Richard comes back and says Jacksonville, uh, Jacksonville Foundation is strong. They will make the playoffs again. You know, they're, I agree. They have a good foundation. They have a good set of young core players, and their head coach is good. Doug Peterson is a fine coach, a Super Bowl winning coach. You saw what he can do when he comes in, you know, and, you know, they're going to be, they're going to be in contention, you know, uh, they're in the AFC South, obviously. So you got Houston, you got Indianapolis, and then you got Tennessee. So that's a very mixing, melting pot um, of, of teams there, but they should definitely be the leaders in the clubhouse uh, going into this next season. And then sports PSP, he says, I disagree with the commanders. Commanders draft wasn't bad. It was solid. We picked up. Yeah, you picked up some defensive dudes, but you didn't pick up the right defensive dudes. Again, the, the whole Forbes thing. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see if he can play. And he's, he's he's super athletic, very fast, but not very big. And most corners these days, you got to be pretty big. Um, but I don't think they did anything else that was like, wow. Like, you know what I'm saying? And so before anyone starts hating on me, like, oh, I'm hating on you. My own team's up here. Okay, so if that doesn't tell you anything, then you don't know squat because I'm being objective as possible. I could easily not have the Cowboys on here and be like, oh, they did great and be a, a and be and BS you guys. But I'm keeping it real. Uh, and I'm going to get a lot. When I post this stuff, people are going to go, you know, whatever. It is what it is. It's my opinion. If you don't like it, you can shut the hell up and move off the page. <laughs> so, all right. All right. So good comments, man. Keep them guys coming. All right, so let's talk about Lamar Jackson. So the deal went down on right right before the draft started on Thursday. So I believe we got a five year deal, two hundred and uh, you guys. I don't know uh, off the top of my head. I don't remember. I think it's, it's like five years, two hundred and sixty million. I believe one hundred and eighty five is guaranteed to him. You know, someone asked me today. I was on the NFL with AJL <clears throat> show. He asked me, "Do I feel that Lamar Jackson deserved his money?" And the simple answer was. Yeah, I mean he deserved his money. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna criticize anyone for making their scratch, you know. Um he did it without an agent, good for him. And you know, I think a lot of that money is going back to his mom because I think she's been his representative or something like that. So, you know, he held out, he did he, you know, he stood the line, even though it was it was looking kind of dicey there for a little bit. Um, but but he, he did what he needed to do. And and therefore, you know, he got his bag. Now, what does that mean for him? A lot. He's gonna have to play better in the postseason. Now, at this point, I don't care what you do in the regular season. I, I really do not care what you do in the regular season at this point anymore, for him especially. You've been a, a league MVP. You've been to the playoff a couple times. I think he's only, what, won one or two games? Correct me if I'm wrong. And hasn't looked good, really, in the win that he got. So you're getting this money. They addressed your, your talent situation on the offense. You go ahead and sign OBJ. They draft Zay Flowers, who I like, and then the reports that Antonio Brown. Now, I, I don't know if it's official. Antonio Brown is reporting that he's signing with the with the Ravens, but we can't trust anything Antonio Brown has to say at this point. So we'll have to wait and see. Um, but he's going to have to live up to this hype. Now, again, this is separate from deserving his money because I've seen people go back and forth like, oh, you know, you might be hating on him for getting his money. I'm not hating on anyone for getting their money, but with 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 a big payday comes great responsibility and you've seen it numerous times some quarterbacks can, can overcome it like a patrick mahomes you know uh that got paid you know he's his psyche changed he wasn't the same guy anymore 
Jalen Hurts just got paid. We're going to see what happens to him now, right, obviously. And now Lamar gets paid. What's going to happen to him? Now he's going to have to sit there, well, I'm making $260 million. I got to will this team to a Super Bowl. He's got to at least make to an AFC Conference Championship. He has to. They can't get bounced out in the first round anymore. That cannot happen. Okay? So do I think they will? Honestly, I think he's going to get hurt again, unfortunately. And this is where people will start to bang on me a little bit, but that's fine. I'll put a little pushback is okay. I like a little pressure because that either creates diamonds or burst pipes. Um, but history says that he's going to get hurt. Him and OBJ are going to be sitting on the sideline counting their, their money while holding a clipboard because they're going to be injured, unfortunately. I don't wish that, but I think that's probably going to happen. We, you know, So if they continue down this road, or, or maybe he plays smarter, maybe now the Ravens are like, you know, we can't run this guy the way we used to because it's a big investment on the field. But then now that takes away from his biggest asset, which is running around, making plays, being a, pay, a playmaker, playing off script. You're not going to have that anymore. So it, it's going to be a weird balance. They're going to have to find that medium. Because you need him to be Lamar Jackson, but then he can't be Lamar Jackson because you're afraid that he'll get hurt. And then now he's sitting there for God knows how long, and you're stuck with Tyler Huntley? I don't know. So, again, I'm glad that he got his money. Um, you know, He deserved it. He, he's, a, he's a league MVP. He's been the face of that franchise since he's gotten there after he replaced Joe Flacco. And without him, they're irrelevant. They are irrelevant without Lamar Jackson. So, yeah, you have to pay him. Kind of like how the Cowboys had to pay Dak Prescott because without him, they're irrelevant. No one wants to watch the Dallas Cowboys with Cooper Rush like that, at least from a from a monetary, from a from a TV perspective, you know, ratings and stuff like that. You don't, you don't want to see that. You don't. Now, Cooper Rush was solid. He ended up winning, what, he went 3-1 and one as a quarterback for the Cowboys. But, really, it, it's better TV when Dak Prescott's back there. The league knows that. Fans know that because it, it creates controversy because it's either you love Dak or you don't like him or, or you hate him. So same thing with Lamar Jackson. You got to have him on there. You know, I'm not trying to watch a Sunday night game, Tyler Huntley versus Patrick Mahomes. Don't want to see that. I want to see Lamar Jackson and Patrick Mahomes. I want to see all of the top quarterbacks go against each other. But can Lamar stay healthy? That's the biggest, biggest question mark. I won't challenge anything else because the numbers are what the numbers are. 70% uh, wins. Tremendous passing percentage. You know, he gets it done stat-wise for the most part. But when it boils down to it, can he stay healthy? And 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 to me, that's the biggest question out of them all. It's not your productivity. It's your availability. So I'll leave it there. And and, and Richard Cole, uh, he says, of course, Lamar deserves the bag. Uh, Scott says, uh, OBJ should make Lamar a great QB. Not that he's in already. You know, hopefully, and, and, that, and if that guy can stay healthy too. We haven't seen this guy since the Super Bowl. So a lot of lofty expectations for them. If they can stay healthy, of course, the Ravens have a chance to do something. You know, that defense is going to be pretty good against them. Again, if they can stay healthy, that's been the problem for the Ravens the last couple of years is health. And that's nothing any one of us can predict at this point. Um, Scott says the Rams needed a third quarterback and Bennett, uh, maybe Cam Newton. Okay. Going back to the Rams thing there. All right. <laughs> Final talk before we get out of here for the for the morning and, and thank you guys, man. The comment section has been uh, been lit. Appreciate you guys, everyone in there. Uh, Aaron Rodgers finally, the deal is done. He's out of the dark and into the light. Uh, he's he's left the the friendly confines of Lambeau Field in Wisconsin, uh, Green Bay, Wisconsin, and now is heading to the big city, uh, big city greens, uh, as they would say, uh, into the New York Jets. Um, listen, I did. I'm I'm I 
I'm a little mixed on this whole thing, but here's here, hear me out here. When again, I was asked on another show the other day how I felt who won the, the draft uh between uh, not the draft, the trade between the uh Packers and the Jets. Um, if you look at it from a picks perspective, you can say maybe the, the, the Packers got the better end of the deal, or maybe the Jets, depending on how you look at it. I'm a peace of mind guy, so me personally, I think they both got what they wanted. Minus the picks. If you don't, if you want to rule out the picks, the Packers got rid of, of of some baggage they've been trying to get rid of for the last couple of years. Okay, Rogers had become toxic, right? He, he, you know, he was having a, a hissy fit last year, right? When he was doing Jeopardy and God knows whatever else. Um, then the season comes along, they end up not making the playoffs, uh, and he walks off. You know, had problems with the GM, uh, was with the head coach. Um, had initial problems with the young wide receivers. Um, he just needed to go, right? And, and you're probably wondering, well, well, that's one of the, arguably one of the best quarterbacks of all time. Yes. But sometimes, man, if it's not a good fit, it's not a good fit. You got to move on sometimes. In business, if it ain't working out, regardless of how much or how bad you want it to work out, sometimes you just got to cut your you cut your losses and move on. And finally, the Packers were able to do that. Now, the Jets, on the other hand, needed a quarterback. Zach Wilson was not hitting it. He's not the dude, Right. Will never be the dude there, obviously. And they had to go get a quarterback. Now, is, is Aaron Rodgers going to be the guy? Will he come in and, and be this breath of fresh air? Um, I don't know. He, you know, here's the thing about Aaron Rodgers. He's he's a unique character. He's very self-absorbed. He's surly. Um he, he, he's a great wordsmith. I, I like I like to put it. Um, <laughs> so he won't commit, he's not committing to the Jets. <coughs> Excuse me. You know, because the question was asked, well, how long do you plan on playing? He's like, I'm just taking it one season at a time, which he did say that. I mean, I'll be, he can't come out and say, well, this is it, guys. I'm not going to play after this year because the Jets would have never made the deal. But there's a good chance he he may be done, especially if it doesn't work out, especially if it doesn't work out, which there's a good chance it may not work out. Now, I know the Jets are, are one of the sexiest picks right now. Now that they added Aaron Rodgers, that offense is ready to go. That defense is going to be good. You're, you're in a division that's, you know, I would say winnable. I mean, depending on what happens to Miami and Tua, um, you know, you don't have to worry about the Patriots like that. I guess they should be beating the Patriots now, right? Get up quarterback. Um, and then you could be competing with the Buffalo Bills, which, you know, you beat last year. So you split the season series with them. So, you know, that division is going to be interesting. How does Aaron Rodgers fit into it? Um, he's got a mixture of some young and old old guys to throw to Alzar, a guy that he's very familiar with Garrett Wilson, who, who came on the scene last year and balled out. Uh, so some people say is some people say it's going to be a bus. Uh, Scott feels that way. He says jets will be a bus, you know, and, and there's a good chance that that will be the possibility because there's a lot of pressure now to win now for the jets. It's not like, Oh, you know, the jets are a cute little story. They only got some great players. Now you got a hall of fame quarterback. Now it's time. It's time to put up or shut up because if not, we're gonna be we're gonna be laughing at the Jets, unfortunately. Um, <clears throat> Richard Cole says from the Let's uh, Talk Sports show says the Jets uh, Green Bay trade was beneficial too. Yeah, I, I agree. I mean, look, look. I'm just gonna read you what the what the Packers. The Packers got the Jets number thirteen, the forty two and two hundred seventh pick, uh, and then the Jets received Aaron Rodgers the number fifteen and one hundred seven. So they flip flop um, the first round picks for next year. Which is a big, which is a big deal. Um, but, but Aaron Rodgers, though one of the, one of the picks that does come into play, uh, I believe, is the becomes a first round 
Yeah, I'm reading it right here. So the first round pick becomes becomes a first round pick if Rodgers plays 65% of the uh of the season. So yeah, it's that it's that second condition round pick. If he does that, then that can be that can be big um for the Packers. So if you want to look at it that aspect, but I think like in a situation that was toxic like that, you got you got it's best to just break your ties and move on and just like so from but either way um but yeah and then before i get out of here we got he says breaking news nfl targeting may 11th to release the schedule yeah that's usually right it's usually april but it looks like they're they're bouncing it out to may which is always fun well we'll talk about that later on when make uh, may 11th um well we're in april no i'm sorry i'm tripping you're right it's may i got my months mixed up yeah you're right you're right there patrick uh let's talk with sports says uh he plays two years with the Jets, and the Jets will be contender. Let's not forget they will be closing. They'll be they'll be close to being a PO. <clears throat> what is a PO? If you want to enlighten me on that, maybe I'm, I'm missing that. <clears throat> and then he comes back and says, Jets will be a contender to win their division this year and make the playoffs. Oh, yeah. I mean, I think they're going to be a contender for sure. Now, do I think that uh, as far as a divisional contender, I don't know if they're Super Bowl ready yet. I don't know. I don't know. Um can 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 Salah be that guy? Uh, and then <laughs> uh, Barry says, "I'm gonna miss Aaron Watch." Yes, uh, you know I got I, I don't have the patience for it. I can't you know I'm talking about him now, but I'm just like like the whole Lamar Aaron Rodgers thing. It, it just gets stale for me. But some people are, they're here for it. You know me, I'm not one of them. <laughs> I'm not one of them. So, but you know, shout out to Barry, man, doing a great job there. Um, let's see, and, and I believe that's it. That's all we got, man. So. Oh, playoff team. That's what he meant. Okay, so playoff team. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I think they, you know, they could be a playoff team. The AFC is going to be tough, though. It's a lot of good teams in the AFC. I mean, just in their division alone, they they have three potential playoff teams. Bills, Dolphins, Jets. If you look at the AFC, you got obviously uh AFC West. Let's, let's think about that. Let's see. You got um the Chiefs, of course. So that's four teams already in the playoffs. Um Baltimore, Pittsburgh. Cleveland, that's what shoot. That's seven teams already, right? You know, and we're not we haven't even looked at the Jags. Um, and who else is out there? Uh there's a bunch of other teams. So the FC is gonna be it's not they're not top, they're they're top heavy. You know, the NFC, eh, you know, there might be some wiggle room there, but the Jets are gonna have an uphill bat battle. And we'll we'll see what their schedule's like. So that that definitely and John Ray says, Let's go, Jets. Hey man, I didn't put him on the losers today. We were just talking about Aaron Rodgers. If you just joined the show, so I didn't put him on my loser board for my winners and losers of the draft. So <laughs> I think you'll be happily pleased with that. <laughs> so yeah, because I, I you know I, I didn't give him no love in the free agency. I thought they were losing the free agency, but they became a winner because they went ahead and got uh <laughs> um uh Aaron Rodgers. So but you know, it's going to be fun. It's it's definitely going to be fun, fun. So we'll have to wait and see. But hey, that's all I got. You guys hear the music. That means I, my time is up. I got to get out of here. I got to get to the rest of my Sunday. I hope you guys do the same as well, man. Listen, hit me up on my social media platforms. <laughs> no, no, he says, yeah, thank you, sir. You got it, my brother. Respect. Uh, but yeah, check me out, man. YouTube, I gotta, I'm going to be coming up with some videos this week. TikTok is blowing up. Check me out on there, man. Um, hit Head over to the Grid Network to check out all great content creators we have for the grid um, i don't know what else to say man this has been a great show hope you guys enjoyed it thanks for watching and for my audio listeners also thank you for watching 
and be on the lookout for my next episode next week sunday at the same time but that's all i got as i always say this is clutch sports talk nfl sunday wake up with me ryan flowers never settle the work is not peace out guys Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.